show i'm your host the tatted the fatted the one and only casey hughes and with me as always mr relentless himself i'm back oh my god the lance hughes hey i got a a new app man it's at the k dot c dot there you go k d o t c d o t so okay we're gonna try this tiktok thing yeah and we'll see how it goes throw it in man i figured if you had an official one i might as well too that's right all right so jeremy braswell and bishop black makes us official trying to trying to get back in the swing of things <laughs> how's baby luca baby luca is healthy and a great baby keeping you up at night um i mean me not so much jessica's breastfeeding so she's she gets up with him pumps and do all does all that stuff she's she's the rock star that's horse crap you should get up and breastfeed too well I, you know i do get up for moral support <laughs> I'll get up and snack on some chips, watch some TV, watch. <laughs> but, but, uh, but also I'm working nights, so usually she's having to do the night stuff. That's true. By herself true. right now. So, but no, he's a, he's actually been a great baby. But Jessica's been a rock star. Cool. She, we kind of divide and conquer. I'm really, we got you know the two year olds being a two year old at oh, times. So I'm gonna tell you that is rough. Two, three, and four. Right between both of the girls, I, did, I didn't. Man, I don't know. Yeah, so I'm. It was rough. I'm running around with Lainey, trying to keep her occupied while she's, you know, taking care of Luca for the most part. Yeah. So. Which is a full time job in itself. A full time job. Full time. Yep. They don't get near enough credit. <laughs> You're absolutely <laughs> right. <laughs> and that's why I tell her how much I appreciate her every day. Every day, man. Every single day. Well, today, dude, I want to talk about time travel. Um, I love time travel. So let's let's just go ahead and get this out of the way now. Yeah. Do you believe in time travel or not? I, I, I do believe you do? in time I travel. I don't. I don't. So the Simpsons have been right way too many times. I'm gonna tell you, Matt not Graney, to believe man. in Matt time Graney travel. Has nailed it quite a few times. And there's only, the writers of the show. There's only one explanation for it. Time travel. Time travel. So how in in your mind how does time travel work? I mean, there's really only. One way we've been shown that it that it works. Eighty eight miles an hour. <laughs> I don't know. Plutonium. 
In a Mr. Fusion? <laughs> you mean maybe, yeah, like a like a fusion machine or, yeah. you know, something like that. An all stainless steel car? Yeah. I'm not yeah. so much on the DeLorean side of things, but definitely some sort of machine that you can, like, big me up, Scotty, you know, and just take you take you to wherever you want to go. So I am I don't, not. I don't know, but in my head, it's the only way to explain that. And then I was just showing you those videos of the Egyptian pyramids. There's no rhyme or reason or any kind of explanation of how those are actually built. And you can't tell me that we drug those up by hand. There's like 2.3 million cubes. On the pyramid? On the pyramid. One of the pyramids? Yes. And they're so precise to the millimeter. You can't even put a penny in between them. I'm going to go a step further. I would I would say this. I would be more open to aliens than time travel when it comes to building the pyramids. Only because I'm an ancient aliens idiot, guru, well, also, idiot dude. Like, I love that show. Also, I believe that maybe back then they were so far ahead of the time. And then when they were wiped out, that all got wiped out as well. True. And now yeah. we're, you know, we're just not to that point where they were. Yeah. So that's, you know, that goes kind of... Also dinosaurs. That kind of goes hand in hand. Do you like, do you believe in dinosaurs? Well, yeah. You think there's so? There's only one, there's only, a, the only other explanation of how they got the pyramids up there. You have to think back what was existing around the time the pyramids were being made. Dinosaurs. So they like Fred Flintstone did with, the, a, with yeah, a brontosaurus? I'm, exactly. He did his crane. Yep. <laughs> You got stegosaurus, like you crushing bricks. You see how serious my face is right now? <laughs> I do see how serious your face is right now. <laughs> Think about this, people. Hanna-Barbera got that theory from somewhere, right? Exactly. <laughs> I mean, what? Fred made his living working in a rock quarry. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> crushing rocks. I mean, think about it, people. All right. So that actually goes hand in hand with the topic today of time travel. Because I was driving the other day, and uh, I was going through downtown uh, Atlanta. And I told Hayden, I said, you know, the Romans were only around. This sounds ridiculous coming out as only, but the Romans were only around for a thousand years mm -hmm. before. That was the rise and the fall of the Roman mm -hmm. Empire. So we still have those structures today. Like right. You can go visit, you know, some of that. Well, we've got a cousin now that's over in Italy mm -hmm. and went and uh, viewed a lot of the old yeah. things that you can go see. Pretty jealous. Yeah, me too. So if you think about that, in the, in the history of the U.S., US we're only 245 years old. Mm -hmm. So we're not even half as old as the entire lifespan of the Roman Empire. Right. So at some point, it serves to say, you know, in theory, a thousand years from now, what will the country that we currently live in mm -hmm. look like? Exactly. Will it be devastated? You know, because that, uh, you know, the Egyptians and the Romans were way ahead of their time. Way. Way ahead. Way ahead of our time, I would even say. I do know I watched a uh, doc one time and did some research on it. They had water fountains in the Colosseum. Mm -hmm. And what it was gravity fed. So they would load water at the top of the Colosseum and they would pour it through a system. And yeah. as it ran down the walls, it would create little water spigots. Right. In the, in the aisleways. Or not in the, in the corridors right. of the Coliseum. And another thing about the pyramids, just going to that that minute detail, like we look at the pyramids today and they're all jagged. Right. At at some point, whenever they built those, they were so smooth and right. precise. So they say that they were probably reflective. Wow. Like, just think about that. They're not these jagged pyramids that you could walk up like you can now. Yeah. 
Yeah, it was a, a smooth surface. Right. So Stephen Hawking. Mm. Everybody knows who Stephen Hawking is. Everybody knows. Right? Everybody knows who Stephen Hawking is. Kind of messed up, but it's funny. <laughs> he wrote a book called Black Holes and Baby Universes. And he said time travel isn't possible, hmm. never will be possible, based solely on the fact that we haven't had hordes of tourism from the future <laughs> pay visit. Which, I mean, to some degree makes sense because. If there's two people in a room, only one of them is going to keep it secret. Yes, true. You that. know, if you you got some guy somewhere that's going to come back, right? And they're either going to lock him up because he's crazy, <laughs> or, I mean? or they just kill him, or they just kill him. Right? The whole government theory, you know, because conspiracy you theories. think think about all the stuff that the government's hiding from us. Yeah, lots. And then that stuff doesn't get out. I'm just going to say we have access to Google Earth. We do, and I use. There's a specific TikTok page that I follow. That that's all this guy does is search Google Earth for weird things. Oh yeah, there's a lot of them and out it's, there. It's pretty cool. There's a whole the lot stuff of weird that he stuff finds. Out there. Yeah. So some science. There are some. I'm not going to go into the details of it, but there are some avenues of science as a whole that do support time travel or time bending time to bending, a certain amount. Right. So if you can bend time. Mm -hmm. Then you know, in theory, you may be able to 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 travel right. through time. You know, but all of time travel theories and philosophies. I'm not going to say all. I'm going to say a mass majority of them are based on the speed of light. Yeah, they did it in the Avengers. <laughs> you know, they also turned a man into a big green monster. <laughs> I'm not saying that's not possible either. And a, another man into a wee little man. <laughs> I'm not saying look in the quantum realm. If we can if we can time travel, we can definitely shrink somebody. So the land speed <laughs> record, so most forms of time travel is around light speed, okay? Yeah. Speed of light. Right. That's the that's as that's as fast as you turn a light switch on mm -hmm. and the light comes on. The land speed record, <laughs> pretty self-explained. 763 miles an hour. Okay. 763 miles an hour. The fastest any one man or woman has ever been on the face of the planet in a car. 763 miles an hour. The speed of light is 186,000 right. miles per second. Yeah. Per second. Mm -hmm. Dude, that's like you can't even fathom no, you can't how fast fathom. that you're, is. You're turning into molecules. <laughs> yeah. I don't know that the body would be able. You know, you see those fighter yeah. pilots like pass out in the G-forces. Oh, yeah, man. Can you imagine jumping at light speed like they do in Star Wars? Yeah. Like just the initial shock mm -hmm. to the body. So anyway. That's I say, one thing I've always wanted to be able to experience is some significant G-forces. Oh, dude, you can get in those little spinny things. You can no, that I want to actually center. feel like a. Like your face is melting off? No, not like that. But, you know, maybe like fighter jet, like taking off. Something like that where I can feel the G-force. Oh, yeah. Or, you know, or just getting a two, in a two-second uh, race car, you know, drag car. Oh, form, yeah, you know. yeah, yeah, funny cars, dude. Yeah. That's, that's moving. That's, you know, you're feeling G-forces at that the, speed. Uh, I had the privilege of racing NASCAR at Concord Motor Speedway yeah, that's cool in too. Charlotte, North Carolina, or in Concord, North Carolina. That was fun. Not a drag car, but still pretty fast. Mm, you know, exceptionally we, we, we fast. Were still, we were still up there. <laughs> so, you know, that's a couple of facts about time travel. I don't know about facts, a couple of theories, opinions. I would know, say, different things. would that be a hypothesis? But or a theory. I think, I don't know the I difference. I feel like that'd be a thing. You know. I mean, I'm smart, but I ain't that smart. We're just going to go with theory. <laughs> We're going to go with theory. But there is one rule of engagement, and I think we can all agree on, that we learn from Back to the Future, and that's don't interact with anyone. 
from I the think, time period. I think that's with any sorts of time travel movie that has it in yeah. there. That's one rule to time travel. That's that's like the rule of engagement. Yeah. Is don't. Don't <laughs> don't don't screw with anything. Don't don't screw with anything. Do, do not go find yourself. Do not go find your parents. Don't do that. Because if you do later in life your picture's gonna evaporate out of the family photo. Yeah. You're not gonna be there. Or you come back as Captain America and you're like seventy eight years old. <laughs> yeah. You decide to you just sit on a stay. park bench. Yeah. <laughs> Wait for her to show up. Yeah. And to take a drink of water. Or actually tea. If you haven't if you haven't um caught on in my leave of absence, I have caught Spent up. a lot of movie in the Marvel universe. I watched all I watched all the Marvel movies that you're supposed to watch in chronological order up until Endgame. Lance has been in his own multiverse. I have. <laughs> a lot of Avenger knowledge a up lot here. Of, a lot of Avenger knowledge. <laughs> so let's take the let's take the principle of time travel. Okay. Mm-hmm. And let's do a QA with ourselves. Yep. Okay, this goes for me, it goes for you, it goes for everybody that's listening. You know, let's do a QA. And we're gonna post these questions, these QA. We'll post them in the uh in the bio on the episode. Yeah, that way you can, don't have to write we them can down actually, while you're uh, we'll, we'll actually make a poll question as well for our Spotify listeners. Yeah, that works. All right, so question number one is where am I? Hmm. In uh, in regards to life, immediate position, current position, you know, where am I? Second question, how did I get here? Third question is, is this my goal? The road to here, the road to the point that I am right now. How can I do it differently to get to the next road? Yep. And then lastly, is the happiness that I long for even achievable? Hmm. So if you backtrack, if you work backwards, you know, and we go. Let's go. Let's go through those questions again. Okay. If I'm happy, if I'm happy, mm-hmm. you know, this is what's going to make me happy. Right. We work backwards. So the last question is: Is the happiness that I long for even achievable? Is right. it something that I can attain? Obtain. So the first question being: Where am I? Right. Two. How did I get here? Three. Is this my goal? Have I made it to some point in my goal mm-hmm. to get to where I'm at? And the road that it took me to get to where I'm at, how can I do things differently to change the outcome? Mm-hmm. You follow me so yep. far? So those are questions that we need to ask ourselves when it comes through venturing through life, especially time traveling. Now, I know that doesn't make a whole lot of sense, but I promise you this is all going to come around full circle. Because if we look at the, if we look at Exodus, right. okay, so Exodus is, um, it's a historical narrative. Um, mm-hmm. It's credited with... Moses writing a good bit of it, but there's really no pinpointed author for who wrote Exodus. Right. And Moses gets the credit for it, right? Right. Because it's a majority of, you know, things that accounts that happened in his life. So in Greek, Exodus is a going out or a departure. No, I didn't know that. Yeah, that's that's the that's the translation of it. And it's actually Exodus. Exodus. Yeah, that's the Greek that's the Greek form of it. So if we look at the Israelites, the whole book of so if we look at Exodus as a whole, we're going to leave that in there, right? Yeah, I'm going to leave it okay. in. If we look at if we look at Exodus as a whole, the it's pretty much a, a, the, the short side of it is the story of the Israelites and how they, get, you know, came out from under the rule in Egypt under Pharaoh and went into the wilderness and they walked around for 40 years in the wilderness and yada yada yada. But it all started with them being enslaved. So the Israelites were enslaved in Egypt for 400 years. 
400 years. Over 400 years, actually. It's somewhere between, I had a hard time pinning that number down. It's somewhere between 430 and 480. Mm-hmm. Somewhere somewhere in between there. So we're just going to say 400 plus. Yeah, we're going to say 400 <laughs> plus years they were enslaved in Egypt. Okay, under the under the rules of different pharaohs and so forth. Mm-hmm. So let's go back to the pyramid theory real quick because I yeah. wrote that down when we were talking about okay. it. So over the course of 400 years, could we drag stones together? No. To, to put them in a – well, you can't say that because we don't know what the technology was. Yeah, but if you're physically talking about the pictures you see like online of, you know, a team of guys just pulling these stones – I don't. I don't believe that's physically possible. It may not be, unless we have the Hulk. <laughs> that's the only explanation. Or mammoths and a bunch of horses and right. you know, it's amazing. You know, I think we would be amazed. But do you know if we... how steep those pyramids are? Yeah. And how slick they were? Yeah. Like I can't. I can't attest to them being slick, but smooth. Yeah. You're gonna get mammoths to cr- to. To scale that steep Look, pyramid? I'm going to tell you something, dude. I have watched construction crews do miraculous things with scaffolding. I'm just going to throw that out there. I mean, like, miraculous. Yeah, but that's scaffolding. That's... Well, they could build scaffolding. Oh, I mean, but, I, yeah, I agree with so, that. So but... the, the point behind that is, is for 400 years, right. you know, they were doing a lot of manual labor. Yeah. <laughs> for well, that, 400 years. Yeah, that for sure. They, they were enslaved. And so... And a lot of things that we can't explain. Right. So Moses was charged with freeing these people. This is the cliff notes. If you want to know the whole story, y'all, you guys can go back and read it. Or ladies, you can go back and read it. Moses was charged with freeing these people out from under the reign of Pharaoh. So through a course of events, he goes through, and he's like, you know, that old song, let my people go. You know, he went through that whole rigmarole, all these different plagues came, and the locusts and the frogs and the death and the Passover and yada, yada, yada. All that good jazz. So they finally get free. <laughs> You know, Pharaoh, Pharaoh finally goes. A TikTok video just came in my head about frogs. <laughs> Pharaoh finally goes, you know what? Okay, fine. I'm done with this. Take your people and go. Get out of here. These people were enslaved for 400 plus years. Okay, they're finally free. They go out to the wilderness, and they're basically like, where are we going? And Moses is like, we're going to follow God. Okay? Right. That's what we're going to do. Mm-hmm. We're going to follow God. This is where we're going. So there's a handful of different stories about him going to Mount Sinai and all this different jazz. But specifically in Exodus, Exodus 14, 12, Mm -hmm. it comes up that the comment was made, we would have served better to die under the rule of Pharaoh than to die in the wilderness or in the desert. Right. And then Moses replies in Exodus 14, 14, where he says, yeah, you need only be still. The Lord God Almighty will fight for you. Right. So I say that to say this. Of all the things that we have been overcame in life yeah you know all of the 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 shitty situations or the crappy hands that we've been dealt (laughs) so many so many i mean how many of those have we came out but we find ourselves traveling time back to that moment to live in that pain again oh yeah you know and and rehashing what we've already came out of how many times have we looked at something and done the exact same thing as what they said in, in exodus 1412 where man i would have just been better off dying back there as opposed to being left out here to my own free will yeah if you'll notice dude i have to keep myself busy because i'm kind of like ricky bobby i don't know what to do with my hands sometimes (laughs) like think about and 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 for you for and for you that's listening if you're left to your own demise Mm. how unnerving is it is it unnerving for you it is for me it's it's unnerving for me to be left alone with my own thoughts yeah it's hard to, you know, 
and I, I've I've actually talked to you about this before. Is just like with that my ADHD, like my brain never shuts off, man. I can't. One thing I can't do at night, I can't lay down without the TV playing because then I'm left in silence. When I'm left in silence, all I hear is the inside of my head, the voices in my head talking to me. And I can't tell you the conversations that I've had with myself, with other people in my head. I know it makes me sound crazy. I probably am. <laughs> Maybe I am. But I, since I was... I can't remember a time where I've ever been able to sleep without the TV on for that reason. Or so, you know, or just radio. It doesn't matter. It just has to be other voices. It can't be just the sound of a fan. It can't be nothing like that. But, you know, I have to have that. So I used to be that way. I still get that way at times. Now I've found uh, lo-fi, lo-fi hip-hop beats, mm -hmm. study beats. Uh, it's a great playlist on, on Apple Music. That, I'll listen to that or Green Noise. It's it's rare. I'm not gonna say rare. I don't I don't do it every day. Now there was a point in my life where I had to have it every day. You know, I had to have the fan blaring and the TV on yeah. or the radio going. My thing was always music. Yeah, because I could go to sleep to it easier than I could music or TV, mostly because of the brightness of the TV. Yeah, you know, the, see that the, doesn't the flickering. I can fall asleep in the daytime, <clears> so it doesn't. So let's go back to that. Let's go back to that place then. You know. There, I guarantee you, the, the of you people listening and myself and you, mm -hmm. with some of that stuff we've already overcame. Yeah, absolutely. You know, we've already overcame that. Absolutely. But we find ourselves venturing back there again, yep. you know, whether it be a uh, a trigger, yeah, you know, whether trigger. it be, a, I call them trauma triggers. Right. You know, whether right. it be some form of trauma that What could that I have happened. done differently? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or I walk away from a situation and just beat myself up and go, oh. dude, you sounded like an idiot. <laughs> you sounded like a complete idiot. And a lot of it may a lot of it may be like, Man, I wish I would have done this. I yeah. wish I would have said this. Yeah. And it may not it may not even be it might be something just honestly it could be just something petty. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And dude, I can't tell you how many times I have spoken and people come up and go, man, that was awesome. Thank you for sharing your time with us yeah. today. I really got what I needed out of that. It's amazing the things that you're doing. Thank you so much. And I walk away from that conversation going, do they really mean that? Yeah. <laughs> and well, honestly, yeah, because they wouldn't have said right. it. <laughs> I was about to say, I, I truly believe when people come up to you like that, they're actually making a point to seek you out right. and, and tell you that. Yeah. And that really does feel good to me. Like, even, like, if I get a text after somebody listens to an episode or something, like, man, you actually took the time out of your day to send me a text. I believe you and, you know, thank you. Yeah, but my wilderness takes me back to, <laughs> do you really mean that? Nah. Yeah. Or are just, just saying that because nice. they're nice. Yeah, they're just being nice. <laughs> and then I have to take a step back and go, well, no, they're not. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, they didn't send that. They didn't stop what they were doing today. Right. To send me this just to, you know, blow smoke. To yeah. fluff you up because hell I, I don't see these people. I will say this: like a lot of times, if I, uh, I guess it's it's along the lines of that. But whenever you, whenever someone hears you bring up, like, man, I really wish somebody would, you know, let's just say, I mean, I wish somebody would just compliment me more, you know. And then all of a sudden, that person that overheard you or you were telling to starts complimenting you. I'm like, man, shut up! No, you're you, yeah, you just, exactly. <laughs> you don't you're mean only that. doing you're that. You're only doing that because I said yeah. something. If I have to prompt it, then it's not real. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. And, I, and I, I guarantee you, there are so many people out there that are all on that mm -hmm. same thing. But if we begin to dive into the root, you know, I'm all about the root, dude. I want to know how it happened, yeah. who said it, where it came from. 
I, the whole nine yards. And I have to try to do that with myself as much as possible and go, okay, why am I feeling this way? Mm-hmm. You know, why, why do I look at this situation in this light right. when I would normally look at it in this light? Oh, well, I didn't take my meds today. <laughs> so I'm a little bit more on edge. Mine is because I, I do not be. take my meds anymore. <laughs> right. But if we, if we, I think we all have that emotional reaction to things, right. you know, we're, we're never going to get away from that because we're human and we're emotional beings. Right. You know, we just have that. But I think we can mitigate it, you know, drastically. Over yes. by doing inward reflections and inward understanding and not pulling the trigger so fast. Right. And I'm, I'm, sort of, I'm learning to this day since I stopped taking my Adderall. I can't remember how many months it's been now, but just still learning new things about myself right. and how I go about my day now. And it's frustrating at times. Yeah. And I've texted you about some of the things, yeah. man, and it has a, it, it stems all the way back to that. You know, yeah. stop taking my meds and not knowing how to, not knowing how to get certain things done or get certain things, ideas out of my head. Yeah. A lot of things, uh, like whenever we leave a podcast session, sometimes I'll be like, damn, I should have said that. Yeah. You know, I was, you know what I'm saying? Like, I just, it's so hard to get certain thoughts out of my head. Yeah. Without them coming out sounding like you know just jumbled up words. Yeah, and a lot of that dude is it's it's exactly what you said. Learning like right, you know I have to learn more about myself every day. Mm-hmm. If we're not investing, you know we talk about investing in ourselves. Right. Well, a lot of that has to do with learning. You know if we're not if 100%. we're not looking at situations in our own life and going okay how can I improve this? Mm-hmm. You know we're gonna go, we're going back to the question list real quick. You know where am I? If I'm not asking myself on a daily basis. And being truthful with yourself. And being true, that's the key. Being b- brutally honest with yourself. Yeah, you can't going, just like, oh, I'm doing all right. Where am I? Well, today I am here. Well, is this where I wanted to be at the end of the day today? Right. And you no. just said daily. You know, daily. You need to be asking yourself these questions daily. Daily. You know, and it comes down with goal orientation. Right. You know, we're we're big on that. And it's like today, man, at work, I, I, I went in and filled out my notebook and I have three notebooks on my desk and I write down the task that's ahead of me today. Dude, I crossed all of them off, but two today, two. Now the old me would have been like, you lazy bastard. (laughs) You know what I mean? If you hadn't smoked that cigarette and you hadn't done this and you could have got that other thing done and you would only had one left or if you would have done this, I used to beat myself up. But now I look at it and I go, you know what? This list is pretty extensive. Right. And I managed to get all of them, but two knocked out. Right. And I think that's the key. Is, you know, if you haven't heard of Grant Cardone, he has a great book called 10X. It's the 10X rule. And he one of the, the biggest takeaways to that is that's just take that goal, for example. You know, you have a list of 10 things. Well, in theory, well, let's just take that back. Let's take it to money. You know, let's say your goal is to make $100,000 next year. You need to 10X that. So that way... Hey, maybe if you fall short, you're still going to be above that $100,000 original goal. That's the whole rule behind the 10X rule. And you can actually take that to your, you know, your daily goals. You know, if you only have five goals, 10X those five. Maybe you finish 20 that day. You know what I'm saying? And it don't necessarily have to be 10X, but you you get the gist. And I I mean, and, and I had to get to a point to where, you know, where I'm at now is I have those two things left over, so I'll put them on the top of my list tomorrow. Right. Try to get those knocked out. 
but I would I would not focus on the other things that I were able to achieve throughout the day that weren't even on my list. Mm-hmm. The multitasking aspect of it, you know, the the right. other thirty phone calls that I answered, <laughs> you know, that I didn't plan for, and those fires that I put out. And so I began to look at myself in a different light and going, dude, you are being productive, mm-hmm. you know. And I only was able to do that by setting those goals, right? Like setting those goals in myself to going, where am I at? I don't like where I'm at. Yeah. And dude, I've been in a funk for the last, I'll say month, month and a half mm-hmm. of just kind of, I'm not real sure that I've always got drive, but my drive is lower than what it should be. I think a lot of it has to do with physical and yeah, low rest t- and yeah, low testosterone. I mean, seriously, but, I, and I've had those conversations with Hayden. I go, babe, I just don't feel, Yeah, you know what I mean? Like I'm still motivated. But I have to make myself do things you have to, to feel make the yourself actually and, get up and do it. Yeah. So I'm not, I say that, say this, I'm not perfect at it. Yeah. You know, I still have those days where <laughs> I'm yeah. just like, dude, this sucks. Oh, this yeah. sucks. But I have to, I, I go in with those goals still. You know, like I walked into my shop yesterday and had to, I want to do this. This is my goal right. today. And I just wasn't feeling it. So I adjusted what I was doing into another goal that was centered around that one. Basically, I went about it a different way. Yeah. And ended up finishing it out. You know, but it, it starts with that moral compass mm-hmm. and that moral check of where am I at? <laughs> where am I at right now? Yeah. Where am I going and how do I want to get there? Yeah, and I can't tell you how many days have went by that I've just laid down and be like, man, I wasted another day. Yeah. And that that, that is a gut-wrenching feeling to me. Yeah. Because I have spent so many days just wasting them. Yeah. And it's easy to get. I mean, it's easy to do that. And I think we're Especially all. Especially when you get into a funk. I think we're all afforded that. You know, it's it's how we pull ourselves out of it. Right. That's you know, the it's, it's part. how we keep trekking through our wilderness. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not going to say that if I was part of the Israelites walking for 40 years, mm-hmm. man, a whole generation of people. We can't even fathom 40 days. No. My theory is that, just a little side note, my theory is it took 40 years for God to work because it took an entire generation to die out to change the mind. That's that's how I look at that. Um, but I can't imagine being in there for 15 years of it. Right. And I'm not going to sit here and go, man, this dude is crazy. <laughs> this Moses chief has lost his damn mind. You he think come, about it, dude. That's how he we went would up be. to the top of a mountain. You know, we we read the story and we go, yeah. you know, he went up to Mount Sinai and come down with tablets. What they don't say is how long it took him. Right. Like, Dude, think about trying to climb a mountain. Yeah. You know, it didn't take him a couple hours. Yeah. You know? No, this ain't like a day. Like, he went up on Monday <laughs> morning not, yeah, and was back down trip. Tuesday by lunch. Yeah, no. You know, this ain't, this ain't how that happened. So it, it was long enough at one of the spills where he come down and they had built idols out of gold. They had melted down all the gold in the tribe and built an idol. So, I mean, that's a pretty extensive, long process. Long. So I'm not going to say I say that, say this. I'm not going to say that. I wouldn't be in the crowd going, dude, this dude's lost his mind. Yeah. He went up here and talked to a burning bush. <laughs> And brought down some rocks. All the way up there. Just he brought some big bush. old rocks down with some stuff etched in it. And he's got 613 things that we can and can't do. <laughs> this dude's lost his damn mind. You know, I'd just rather go back to Egypt. But so I say that to say, I think we're afforded those times. Yeah. Because we're human. It's what we, how we pull ourselves out of that. And how we pull ourselves together and the people around, one, the people that are around us that encourage us to get out of it. Right. Key. That is key. Because Very we can't key. take care of ourselves when we're in there. No. And we have to understand that. Right. We always need that other person that's trying to uplift us. Right. And take notice of like, hey, you're 
not your normal self. Yeah. Jessica's very good at that. And she'll like, hey, you need to go to the gym or, yeah. you know, whatever. You need to go pressure wash. <laughs> I love pressure washing, man. But you know what I'm saying? You, she'll, you know, she's she's trying to encourage me to go do something that I, that I enjoy doing. Right. To kind of. Something to escape. Yeah. To kind of kickstart my motivation. Yeah. So if we find ourselves walking around in that, you know, why, what, what can we do? I'm not going to say why. I'm going to say, what can we do? What can we put in place to keep those time-traveling efforts from happening? Because the number one rule across the board of time travel is what? Don't interact, don't, don't interact, don't interact with, with yourself. So if we take that base principle and go, okay, I'm not going to interact with self today. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going back there because yeah. it's not going to do me any good. Right. You know, when Marty McFly went back to 1955, it did absolutely no good. No. No good. They had to undo what was done <laughs> because of that. When he went to the future, same thing. It's a result. Right. You know, so we have to we have to look and go, okay, building a DeLorean to travel time is a bad idea. I'm not going to get <laughs> in my DeLorean today, and I'm not going to go back there because there's nothing good for me there where no. I came from. Because you can't change the past. No, you can't change the past. And Even if is, you time travel, you cannot change the past. No. And that is super hard to do. I'm not going to sit here and say that it's easy. Right. I can only tell you that it is correct. You right. know, that is a great way to look at it. There would be so many things that I would want to change. Oh, yeah. We always say, you know, if I could go back and change this, I would. Yeah. We all say that. Yeah. We've all been around those people. Boy, back. I wish I could go back in time. Uncle I'll tell Rico's, you what. man, yeah. if Coach had put me in at 85, <laughs> yeah, we'd have took state. I, I, yeah, if Coach would have just put me in, man, I'll tell you what. Yeah. But we can't. It's, it's what we learn, and I think we spend too much time focusing on that exact principle in every facet of life. Well, mm -hmm. if I had just went to school. You know, right. if I had just paid attention in high school, then I maybe I would have got a scholarship, and then maybe I could have went to school. You know, if I'd have just done this, and we and we have a hard time going, man, I can do that right now. Yeah, I can do it right now. I got a I got a friend of mine. Uh, she's thirty eight years old. Thirty eight, just enrolled in college. That's awesome. Like, I mean, it's it's never too late. It's just no. what we want to do right. with that time. You know, it, it goes back to our philosophy of we all have the same 24 hours right well we all have the same bucket of excuses to walk around with that is true i mean i got kids you got kids yes you know i got a job you got a job yeah <laughs> you know what i mean same thing with hayden she's got a job mm -hmm. you know we got kids jessica's got kids right you know she has a full-time job with two kids yeah, no kidding <laughs> you know so uh, it's it's one of those things that if you're if you're listening to this and you start dissecting your life and you go well you don't know about this and you don't know about this dude I, I, it all applies you know, if you're twenty thousand dollars in debt, the only way to pay that off is a dollar at a time. Mm -hmm. It's the only way to do it. And I know so many people that two dollars at a time if you want to do it quicker. Yeah, five <laughs> bucks at a time, hundred dollars <laughs> yeah. a month. But I, I know people that look and go, "Well, I just I don't know how to start. And I don't know how to get there, and I don't know how to do this." And it's really it's just that you know that the the Israelites would have stayed in captivity and stayed in slavery had they not taken that step to get out of Egypt. Mm -hmm. You know, they had to make that step. Even if halfway through the journey, they're going, this dude's fucking crazy. <laughs> He's lost his mind. <laughs> I would rather have died than yep. to be out here. The The steps that they took for the generation past them is where the focus is. Right. You know, and so if we if we look at time travel 
in ourselves and go, okay, I'm making the decisions right now mm-hmm. in this person, and I'm taking those steps for the future version of myself. And it's so hard for us to go, you know, five years from now, right. this is where I want to be, because it's one of the episodes that we had with Randy that if God laid that out, we wouldn't do it anyway. Right. You know, Absolutely You know not. what I mean? If, you, if, if, if God showed us that, hey, the only way you're going to learn how to drive a nail is to hit your thumb three or four times, and you're going to break your thumb and lose your nail, yeah. you're never going to drive nails. Yeah, you're like, you know what, no, I'm good. You know, I'm not going to do it. But if you get out there and put hammer to nail... Yep. And then you learn and you smack yourself in the thumb and go, dude, I'm not holding it that way anymore. <laughs> and I'm damn sure not holding it for somebody else. <laughs> That's the key. <laughs> you know? But it's so we 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 have to take a step back and look and go, okay, like I'm going through this journey. Where am I? How did I get here to where right. I'm at right now? Where am I trying to go? How right. am I going to get there? And is that end result that I'm looking so much for even achievable happiness? Right. And I think with, uh, you know, where, you know, where am I going or where, you know, what is my goal? What was the third question you said? It was, uh, how did I get here? Right. No, how I'm d- sorry. Is this my goal? Right. It was, where am I? Where am I? How did I get here? And is this my goal? Right. Talking about goals. I, I was listening to a podcast the other day that was speaking about, and this kind of fits hand in hand, because there's a lot of people that we talk about, you know, being in the past and it being bad and wanting to change it. But on the flip side of that, there's a lot of people that are stuck in the past because those are their, that's the last thing that they've accomplished. Yeah, that's their last achievement. Right, that is their last achievement. And it always goes back to the the glory days. We don't want to talk about our glory days, nope. football, baseball, all that stuff. That's all great and wonderful. But the last thing you're going to hear me talk about is my glory days of loving to play baseball and how I... You know, wish I would have kept playing college baseball. It's like that, uh, but I don't. I don't talk about those things anymore because those aren't my goals. It's like the 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 the, uh, the football captain that shows up at the twenty year reunion. <laughs> yeah, and still wearing bald. his Letterman jacket. <laughs> still wearing his Letterman jacket. If that's you, you need new goals, need buddy. New goals. I'm sorry. I love you as a person, but you need yeah. new goals. None of us want to be sitting next to the guy at the bar in his Letterman jacket that's forty two, still talking about how he won state. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> or, or Uncle Rico, we could have won state Look, if, if they just you, put me in. If that's you listening, I'm sorry, but no one cares. Yeah, nobody. And this is the other thing. We'll take it one step further. We'll go in the drag and drag racing. Nobody cares about the previous bracket, man. <laughs> You're only as good as your last race. That's it. That's, that's, that's the truth, <laughs> man. That's that's as true as it gets. Yeah. So you know, we have to look at ourselves and go, "Am I that person?" Mm-hmm. Am I am I being there? And is, is this going to be scary? Absolutely. It's scary, man. Right. But if you are tired, I don't know, if, if you're tired of watching people come and pay too much for a product at a counter in Dollar General, <laughs> it is up to you to get out of that. Right. And you go, well, I'm on parole, or I'm on probation, or I'm a felon, and I can't get this, and I can't do that. You'll always not be able to. Right. And I'm not, I'm not going to name any names, but you just you know, spoke about you know, having a record. One of one of my good friends that I worked with at you know at the bank when we were when I was doing mortgages, he has a record. Dude, he, I have he a has record. he has a past and it's it's a it's a he's got a he's got a pretty bad rep. But what has he done? He's turned his entire life around. Right. He's got an amazing family, he's got an amazing wife, got amazing kids. And I would be willing to say he's the the number one salesperson. At Mutual of Omaha, in my opinion, yeah, he's definitely in the top five. But in my opinion, he's the he is the best because he works harder than everybody, 
and he has a different mindset. Now he does, you know, he's like, you know, this may be the only job I get, so I'm going to make it worth it. But bro, he's, he's in sales. He's killing it. His wife's killing it. And I'm excited. I'm happy for both of them. Yeah, and I mean, and that's what it takes. And I mean, this is not, I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to stand right now or not stand. I'm going to sit here and applaud the people who have a very simplistic view of life. Mm-hmm. I applaud those people, dude. Yeah. I, there's times in my life I wish I could be that way. It's not that I have to have the latest and the greatest, but my mind doesn't allow me to find a whole lot of achievement in little things. Right. I, don't know, I don't know what that deal is. You know what I mean? And I realize not everybody set out to do what we're doing you yeah. know, here at the studio and these things. But it, it's in my nature to work a full-time job yep. and do this and do this and do this and do yeah. this and do that. You know, it, I just, I don't, it's like I don't function. And I may wake up one day and find out that I've not been happy my whole life. That is a, yeah. that's a very real possibility but it's who i am now mm-hmm. so i applaud the people who you know just simple farm living i, I oh, applaud yeah. it and i and i think it's great and the slice of that lifestyle that i want is the house and the land <laughs> i do want to be away from everybody <laughs> yeah i do want to know that if you if you're coming down the road then you're coming to my house because it's the only reason right. that you'd be down there the only reason you should be on that road is if you're coming to right <laughs> but if you're if you're the entrepreneur mind or if you're the the uh, leadership mind, or if, if you're if you're just out to improve yourself, then we have to understand it's the rule of two percent. You know, two mm-hmm. percent of athletes make it, whether that be high school, college, or professional. Right, it's across the board. Um, that two percent rule applies to dang near every entertainment industry across the board. Yeah, and it's only two percent of people who set out to do it are going to make it. Right, so you have to be better than the other one percent guy. If you're going to get to there. Yeah. You know. And out of that 2%, you know, a lot of those that do make it end up going bankrupt. Yeah, exactly. Because there wasn't other because fundamental things exactly. in place to get there. So this is not a, um, a, a prosperity message or anything like this. This is a, a mental health mm-hmm. and a heart health kind of view of ourselves. going, okay, what do I want to do? Well, I don't want to sit here and put spark plugs in this engine all my life right. and and watch the goals roll by on the TV on this assembly line. Yeah. Then how are you going to get to where you're going? Mm-hmm. It starts with little goals. It starts with that step. And this is the heavy weight. Like mm-hmm. this is the heavy, heavy weight. It may never happen in our lifetime. Yeah. And it, it may not. And but, we, we have to. I'm not gonna say we have to accept that and stop trying because you should never stop. You know, well, you should never stop trying. No, you don't need to stop trying. But the next generation, right? My kids, my children, will benefit from the moves that I make now. You right. know, I may not be able to leave them a fortune like the Hilton family, you know, or or anybody along that line. I may not be able to leave them a two hundred and ten million dollar net worth right. when I die. But I have taken the step. To rewrite that, mm-hmm. you know, I have stepped out of the slavery into, I'm on, I, dude, I don't agree with this all the time. Sometimes <laughs> this God dude is crazy. <laughs> you know and what no I mean? Kidding. I'm not even real sure he listens to me or if he's there sometimes. Yeah, sometimes I'm like, are you, know? are you even listening? Right. Are you even listening right now? But I'm going to keep moving in that direction. And if the true change through, I'm going to call it a generational curse or a generational misunderstanding. Right. I think we if have that, to get we have to get out of that mindset yeah. as, as well. Well, I have to. If that doesn't come to fruition until my children or their children, yeah. then it was worth every minute of it. Because we will find happiness. This is this is the whole kicker. 
We will never find happiness in the product if we can't find it in the process. Right. We have to find happiness in the process. Yeah. So the goal, when I when I ask that question, is the happiness I long for even achievable? Well, if I can't be happy about what I'm going through right now to get there, then no. You're never going to obtain that happiness because it's always going to be out there. Yeah. Because we'll always look at it and go, well, if I'd have just done this, mm-hmm. then I would be here. And if I had just done this, then I would be here. Right. We have to get up every day, nose to the grindstone, going, I'm doing this, and I'm doing this, and I'm happy, and I'm happy, and I'm happy, right. and I'm happy. Not emotionally happy, but I can lay down at night and go, okay, I achieved X, Y, Z today to my goal and right. to my relationship. And don't you sleep much better? When, oh, yeah. when, when, well, when yeah. we have those days. Yeah. I mean, and it's finding that in the days that suck, you know, like, and it's hard, dude. I beat myself up. I'll lay there and I go, God, I got this done, this done, and this done, but <laughs> I didn't get this and this and this and this. And I have to snap out of that yeah. and go, nope, I can't go back there. It does me no good to try and travel 88 miles an hour back to 1955. Right. And I have to stay on the upside and go, but I did do this and I did do right. this. And I think, you know, what, you know, what Casey's talking about is, you know, when you're making yourself a, a list that he's talking about, he's like, he got a lot, he got a lot knocked, a lot knocked off of his list. You know, he is talking about work, but in a sense, that's not what we're talking about. Oh, I'm talking about, no, I'm talking, talking about, about date. Yeah, we're talking about just everything you know, in general. Snapping on the kids or, you know, <laughs> did I give Hayden, you know, I try to set out and give her 10 hugs a day. Or right. I try to text her that I love her. You know, I mean, it's yeah. it's across the board. So yeah, I, yeah, I listened, work is a, I listened uh, there was a message that we were listening to a long, a, a while back. I think it was back in 2021, so a couple of years ago. And um, what he says was, anytime I think it, I say it. Talking about to his wife. Yeah. If I'm thinking like, man, you look beautiful. Yeah, he's I like, I just too. say it. Yeah. And that has been my thing from that day. And I just encourage anybody to try it with your yeah. wife. If you're just looking at your wife, like, you know, your her eyes just look, you know, different today. You know, yeah. they pop a little bit more. Just tell her, your eyes look beautiful today. Yeah. Probably going to catch her off guard. Or, I mean, I even compliment Jessica on her hair. On, on just anything, yeah. you know, that it, that it may be. Or if I'm just thinking, man, I love this woman, I'll just say, I love you. And yeah. sometimes she'll be like, why do you say it like that? And yeah. I'm like, just because I was just thinking it. Yeah. <laughs> so I just and we to have to be consistent. Right. Even when we don't feel like being consistent. That's something that I've, I've had to learn. Mm-hmm. Something that I still, I'm not going to say struggle with. It's something that I still learn. You know, I have to open the car door every time. <laughs> every time. Yeah. You know, not just because I don't feel good. You know, oh, yeah. not or I'm too tired or this or that. I have to do it every time. Do I do it every time? No. Yeah. Should it be my mission to do it, to do it every time? Absolutely mm-hmm. it should be. That should be my focus. So, yeah, you're exactly right, dude. I mean, it's, what is it, uh, see it, say it, or think think it, see it, say it, or something. I don't know. It's one of these kids' songs that kids listen to. But it um, you, we, we should absolutely do that. Not so much in a business meeting. No. But at home with the wife? No. Yes. There is a thing of called biting your tongue. Yeah. You know, that yeah I, I'm not, I'm that not I good firmly, at that. That I firmly believe in that I'm not very good at. Yeah, I get in trouble for that a lot. So, you know, looking at our relationship with ourselves and God, and this is where that comes down to, is we have to begin to understand how God views us is not how we view ourselves. And the only way that we're ever going to get there is by doing an internal evaluation of who we think we are. Mm-hmm. If we think we're a piece of shit, we're going to be a piece of shit, dude. Yeah, if you keep we if you keep telling yourself every day how 
awful you are or how big of a POS you are, yeah. you're going to eventually believe it. You're going to eventually believe it. And you're going to remain in that slavery, in right. that bondage, in that stone-toting mentality. Mm-hmm. And your worth is going to plummet. Right. When the whole time you've already, quote unquote, been set free. Mm-hmm. All that's already been paid for. It's already been done. It's just beginning to understand who we are. You know, which is not always easy. It's let's, not let's be easy. real. Like, no, it's not it is easy. not. But we have to start that journey. Right. You know, we have to embark on this and go, okay, I understand this is not where I want to be. Yeah. This is not what I want to do. How can I get there? I haven't got a clue how to get there. Yeah. But I know, I guarantee you, whoever's listening, you know somebody in your immediate life that can either A, help you get there mm-hmm. or they know somebody that yeah. will, can help point you in the way. Now that might cost you some money, but I'm going to tell you something that I've <laughs> yeah. learned. Successful people, if you realize that their time is valuable mm-hmm. and you go in, it's kind of like paying a hospital bill. Yeah. You know, if you just pay $5 a month, right? they'll leave you alone because you're paying your, you're paying mm-hmm. your bills. If you go to that person and, and you go, look, I know your time is valuable and I just want 30 minutes of it two weeks from now on Thursday at 4 o'clock. Yeah. Can you do that? And they'll go, no, but i tell you what I can do. Tuesday, three weeks from now at 5 o'clock, I can meet you for 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. Boom, take it. Take that opportunity. Right. But when you walk into that 30 minutes, have everything ready. You know, how, how am I going to do this? Yeah, because whether you only that get be, 30 minutes. Whether that be a mentor, a pastor, a friend, a brother, a sister, anybody, when you go in to try to discover this and, hey, I, this is, I don't, this looks like it's working for you. I don't know how to do it. Can you show me something? Can you, do you have any advice for me? Right. Be ready to accept that and then go on and realize that they may not be your best friend. Right. You know, you may not be able to call them every time something <laughs> falls apart. But yeah, and it's it's okay to make mistakes. It's, it's dude, this is the only way we learn. It's the only way you're gonna learn. It's the only way. Failure but is it's also is key. It's also okay. And I want to put very careful words on this, but it's okay to take shortcuts. And what I mean by that, it's not okay to take shortcuts. What it's I'm never okay to take shortcuts. What I mean by that, you have to let me finish. <laughs> what I mean by that is finding a mentor that has already made the mistakes and then you can actually obviously you can pay for that mentorship it's okay to take that kind of shortcut to get advice from somebody that's already been there that can maybe help you not make the same mistakes that they did that's the kind of shortcut that i'm talking about i'm not talking about you know trying to cheat the system per se yeah I'm talking about find find a mentor and something that you're looking to do. I think that's very important. Actually, yeah, you gotta you gotta have that influence. You gotta have that that coaching and that guidance. Right. But we have to be able. It starts. We're gonna go back to it. It starts with being brutally honest with ourselves. Right. You know, this is where I am. Mm-hmm. This is not where I want to be. This is how I can get there. How am I gonna get there? And one thing that was hard for me, dude, was owning up to a. An idea like I'm it took me a long time to be able to sit here and tell you, dude, I'm talented. You know, it took yeah. me a long time to be able to do that with my art and things like that. Mm-hmm. And I, I just never was comfortable doing that because I didn't want to be arrogant. I didn't right. want to be cocky. You know what I mean? I just that's not my style. It's not the kind of person that I am. But I, I've over the last few years, I've, I've gone I've grown more comfortable with going. Yeah. You know what? I do have a style. 
And I do appreciate that. Thanks for telling, you know, thanks for the yeah. compliment. Thanks for this. Yeah, I did that. It took me what well, seems like 50 years to figure it out, but <laughs> I figured it out. You know, we have to begin to be brutally honest with ourselves because there was a time to where I wasn't right. brutally honest with myself. And I thought that I knew more than what I actually knew. Yeah. And it, it was an innocent. Yeah, it was innocent. You know, especially when it comes to scripture, when it comes to things like mm-hmm. this, I've had stupid arguments with people in the past that, you know, neither one of us were right. Yeah. <laughs> so and you, was, you, so you leave, moot. you leave that conversation like, yeah. what? Yeah. What did I gain from this? Yeah. So we have to be able to go. Okay, I don't know. You know, I don't know this. I don't do this. Like I don't argue with my balls about certain things. Right. And that's because that's another I don't thing do it. That is okay to do. Just telling people you don't you you don't know. Dude. You're not sure. If if he was here right now, I just got off the phone with him a little bit ago. Jeff McNeil, I got to a point, that's my boss. I would tell him, be like, dude, I don't know. <laughs> I'll get you an answer, but right. I don't know. I right. don't know. I just, I don't know. But we have to be careful with that because at some point we do have to know. Yeah. You know, we have to was, put that in there. Because there, there, <laughs> there was a time where I would just be like, just agree with everything that everybody said. You know, they're like, you know what I'm talking about? I'm like, yeah, I know what you're talking about. I'm like, no. I have no clue. Yeah. Now I'm, a, I'm much better at saying, man, I don't, I don't have any idea right. what you're talking about. Yeah. I'm like, you're going to have to explain that to me. Yeah. <laughs> you're going you're to have to give me the fundamental standpoint of what this means. You say standpoint? The fundamental standpoint? Fundamental standpoint. That's what you said? Is that what I said? That's what you said? I don't know. I'll listen to it back. Yeah. And see what what you I said, said fundamental standpoint. Fundamental standpoint. <laughs> <laughs> I got a speech impediment every now and then, dude. It does happen. Mike Tyson sneaks his way in here. He does, man. You know? <laughs> and it's worse because, like, when I think about not doing it, it's when it happens. You know? I actually listened to a podcast with him on it a few days ago. I'd send it to you. It's actually really good. <laughs> So the takeaways from the day in time traveling. Lance thinks it's possible. I don't. I do think it's possible. I don't think it's possible. Borderline already happening. But, well, you know, I don't think we'll ever know. I just think it's going to be this no. big secret for forever. And I'll was, never know in my lifetime, that, I don't that think. That was the other thing I told Hayden is, you know, it will never happen in our lifetime. I don't I don't believe it will. But the same rise and fall in Rome. But I'll tell you this. I don't think we'll ever see that in the U.S. A year after I'm gone and all of a sudden we're beaming up, Scotty, I'm going to be super pissed. I didn't get to experience it. (laughs) (laughs) He's going to write a very stern email from beyond. Yes, I am. (laughs) To whom it may concern. Yes, I will come back and haunt the guy. (laughs) So takeaways from today. What have you already been through? What have you already been freed from but find yourself visiting back to? You know, it's kind of like closing the door yeah. on your old self and then opening that bad boy up going, hey, man, what do you think? Yeah, you, you don't know? ever want to do that. <laughs> you don't ever want to do that. No. Leave them in there, dude. Leave don't, it yeah. locked away. Don't ever ask your old that's self for it's, advice. It's, this, is a, this is a burial plot, not yeah. a time capsule. Exactly. That's, that's what right. it is. We're going to bury it and be done with it. Right. You know, use that moving there's forward. No, there's no bump bed six foot under, okay? No, there's not. <laughs> you Use that moving forward and just to go, okay, this is where I'm going. This is where yeah. I want to be. You know, and it could, that applies to every life goal, and it, it damn sure applies to your spiritual walk mm-hmm. and understanding of who understanding who I am through the loving nature of Jesus Christ, and in, in this God character. And I say character loosely, people, you know what I mean. You know, who is this? Who is this God character, and, and yeah. how does He want to work in my life, and how can I improve upon myself to get to achieve the things that I want to? Right? Is my happiness achievable? 
Is it achievable? And if it's a whole bunch of steps for you to get to the happiness, then it's not achievable. It's not. Right. It's the what can I do to get there? We have to we have to dissect that. Find happiness in the process and quit looking at the happiness at the product. Right. That's my advice for yep. today. And quit sitting next to the guy that was always living on the glory days. <laughs> get away from Uncle Rico. Yeah. You don't want to be the glory day guy. Nope. Or gal. You got some truth juice for us? I do. Truth juice, truth juice with Mr. Relentless. It's truth juice time. Yeah. <laughs> so today kind of falls hand in hand, I guess. Miracles start to happen when you give as much energy to your dreams as you do your fears. Absolutely. Yeah. I just really, I really love that one. Yeah. And I just wanted to reiterate that one again because it kind of falls hand in hand because fear keeps us from doing a lot of things. Absolutely. It does. Yep. So you're going to experience more miracles. Think about when you push that fear to the side. Think about the fear, because I went through it too. Um, the fear of how ridiculous it seems now yeah. to sit behind a microphone where yeah. nobody can see you no. and talk into it. <laughs> like yeah. the, I, I went through that during the first podcast I was ever on over at Shag Nasty's. Yeah. You know, I'm sitting there going, what do you mean? Yeah. It's Think a big about fear how ridiculous that fear was. It's a big, it was a big fear of mine that the judgment of no one's, you know, Everybody's going to think that I'm stupid or right. no one's going to listen because you know, no, one wants, no one wants to listen to Lance. Yeah. You know, wh- wh- who cares what Lance has to say? I, but, mean, r- I mean, really, who cares what Lance has to say? But but how much easier is it now so just from easier. a physical standpoint just to come in and sit down and be able to cut loose? Yeah. F and, the haters, bro. Hey, <laughs> I've, been on that, I've been on that train for a long time. So This is fun. This is something that I enjoy to do and I enjoy doing it with you and yeah. it's it's a blast. It's dude. therapeutic. It is therapeutic, and, and I missed it. And what's crazy is we actually have people who listen. We do have listeners. <laughs> we have followers, bro. <laughs> so if you are one of those listeners, we thank you Absolutely. for listening to our banters yes. of life. Because Lord knows you have better things to do with your life yeah, than you listen probably, to us talk you, for you, an hour. You probably do, especially about time travel <laughs> and dinosaurs. And dinosaurs. <laughs> so I'm, I'm, I'm telling you. Share this. If you are listening, yeah, share it. Share it. It helps us. Give us a like. Give us a review. It really helps us build the podcast and allows us to start doing better things with it. Yeah. So we're not gonna we're not gonna we're not gonna hide this. We are trying to find avenues to monetize this. Right. Um. You know, we've got a lot of great things between Lance and I that uh, of ideas. We started Community Kicks last year. Right. Um. We send kids back to school with confidence that they can't buy. You know, a lot of exactly. kids can't afford the latest and the greatest shoes, so we send them back to school with a one-of-a-kind. Right. Um, you know, things like monetizing the podcast is going to help with that mm-hmm. and other ventures that we have through Project 24. So I don't want to uh, – I don't want to say that, you know, send us money, give us money. But, you know, yeah. the likes and the shares and things like that helps us be able to operate on a platform right. that's really, a little easier on our half. Right, and we really want to keep this ad-free. Like, yeah, you know, yeah, for sure. There's nothing more frustrating than listening to a podcast yeah, and you get interrupted with that. It ad. gets a minute in and it's like, let me tell you about Momo's pancake yeah. mix. Because <laughs> that is something that we could do right now and I just refuse to do it yeah, at this point. So, you know, we want to thank you guys for the support. Uh, you know, always be real, be you, and be salt. And as always, everybody, stay relentless. All right. Love you guys. We're out. Yes, I lay here in my deathbed and my turn is to a close. I need the comfort of my kin to light my way. 
What you gonna do? 